Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Asia-Pacific shares are trading higher this morning. Tokyo and Seoul are both up more than 1% in early trade. The ASX 200 is trading higher in Sydney as well, despite confirmation that Australia has fallen into its first recession in nearly 30 years. Asia's gains follow a bullish session on Wall Street overnight. The Dow surged more than 450 points, its best session in nearly two months. What is fueling the buying? I put that question to Ryan Huang. Good morning, Ryan. How are you doing this Thursday? Morning, Michelle. One day closer to the weekend, so I am doing good. (laughs) Good to hear. Just yesterday, we were talking about how the rally in US stocks was primarily focused on tech stocks. Unlike China, where the buying has been more broad-based, it seems that investors took those words to heart overnight. They started buying more broadly across the US market. If you take a look at the S&P 500, it has 11 sectors, banks, utilities, healthcare. But of the 11 sectors, one finished higher overnight. And on top of that, 74 stocks hit all-time records. Before I ask you what fueled the buying, uh, trivia question for you. What is the only sector of the S&P that did not finish higher overnight? Okay, I think that answer is energy. And I think that's because oil prices have been under pressure for some time in the past few days. Indeed, yeah. Energy is also the worst performing sector of the S&P 500 this year, down more than 40%. Okay, let's turn back to the broader market now. What do you think uh, or what have analysts you've been talking to say fueled the buying overnight? Yeah, so what you saw overnight was a case of rotation. So you saw Apple down by around 2%. You've got Tesla down 5.8%. So that is a reflection of profit taking from the high-flying tech names moving to places like healthcare, utilities, materials, real estate. So all the other sectors uh, doing quite well, as well as the tech sector, of course. Uh, so that was broad-based overnight, and we saw the Dow up by 1.6%, which outperformed the other two major benchmarks. So what fueled it was, a, I guess, a case of a bit of formal investing, uh, for more in- investors. Also, people have been worried about the peak in the stock market for quite some time. So some people have been shorting the market unsuccessfully and now have to cover and square off the position. So that is also triggering a wave of buying. So that is something that could be a possible contributor to the rise in markets as well. Interesting. Okay, let's bring the discussion back home, where one of the biggest topics this week has been a discussion about the salaries of foreign nationals in Singapore, namely those higher minimum requirements. In Parliament yesterday, Prime Minister Lee Sien Lung said Singapore needs to keep its reputation for openness despite the new rules. He also mentioned two new foreign investments that are in the pipeline, one by a pharmaceutical company, another by an insurance firm. Tell us about these deals. We understand they're not finalized yet, but what do we know about them? So PMD gave a sneak peek. So you've got what he says is a a pharmaceutical company planning to build a facility to manufacture vaccines. So that's great news because this really puts Singapore in the front of what's going on on the vaccine race. And you've got a company specializing in pandemic risk insurance. Uh, So these two opportunities, a result of uh, what's going on with the COVID-19 situation. So very interesting to see how this is bringing in new investments at expense of, I, I guess, what is a global pandemic. But also on the debate of foreign talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is important to note is when M- M- MNCs come to Singapore, they want to feel welcome and they also want to know there is going to be a pool of talent that they can tap. So this is going to bring up the debate around you know, foreign talent. 
uh, do we how open do we welcome the foreign talent into Singapore in order for these MNCs to come to Singapore, which of course will create jobs for other Singaporeans as well. So that is a conversation around that balancing act that we need to figure out. Good point. Another local story that caught my eye this morning is that Zook is expanding. Nightclubs may be closed right now, but that's not stopping a Malaysian company linked to Gunting Hong Kong from investing 14 million in it. Not sure about social distancing on the dance floor, but hey, before we talk about the business part of the deal, were you a a Zook regular back in the day? (laughs) Back in the day. But I think the Zook of this day today is a very, very different, different Zook. Oh, it's okay. not even in the same place anymore. <laughs> yes, that's true. Do we know how Zook will spend the new funds? And with nightclubs closed because of the pandemic, just how is it adjusted? Yeah, so the Zook of today is pivoting to new things. So it's no longer just you know, nightclubs because of what's going on with the COVID-19 um, pandemic. You also have um, Zook partnering the likes of Lazada to do live streaming. They also are doing sales of bottled cocktails. They have also converted some of their existing uh, lounges to become restaurants. So it is, in a sense, trying to find new revenue streams um, and also expand globally. They have promised with a buyout there will be no layoffs. So quite a bold and optimistic um, statement. So with the buyout, they they were previously under Genting Hong Kong. Now the son of the Genting Group chairman has bought them out in a $14 million cash deal. So this Mm. will give them more flexibility to do whatever they need to do. And this will, I guess, buy them some time to be more patient and expanding overseas. So that is um, on the cards for Zook. So extend the runway and perhaps look for new revenue streams. Maybe Zook should invest more in Thailand because the country is marking 100 days without a locally transmitted case of COVID-19. The Thai stock market, by the way, still down more than 16% this year. Growth stocks there, perhaps. Times to check in on local stocks now, though. The STI finished flat yesterday, just shy of 2540. How is it doing this morning? Yeah, the stock market on the uh, on, in Singapore so far starting the day underwater, zero point four percent in the red. So, bucking the trend from what we are seeing elsewhere, where we are looking at the SMP, um, the Japanese markets and the Korean markets up by over one percent. Australia just under one percent in the green as well. So, STI right now being weighed down by the banks. So you've got. DBS down by 1.2%, uh, OCBC down by 0.6%, and UOB down by 0.4%. Singtel also down by 0.4%. So quite a bit of, uh, I guess, profit-taking and selling right now in the opening minutes. That's Ryan Huang with me here in Market View. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.